This week on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our favorite giant robots! Hello and welcome to another delightful mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And this week, hot off the tails of last week's episode where we discussed Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. No, we're not talking about our favorite giant movie monsters. We've already done that. No, we're not talking about favorite movie robots. We've already done that. No, we're not talking about favorite defunct record stores. We've already done that. No, we're not talking about favorite action figures. We covered that. No, we're not talking about favorite cover songs. We've done that. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about fucking movie boats. We've done that. <laughs> That's right. We are ranking our favorite seasons of the television show Lost. I'm going to go first. I'm going to say season four is my favorite. Kind of a dark horse season. Ooh, I'm, I'm all on board for season two. Season two is very good because they're building on the mythology, but they still don't have to answer anything yet. Yeah. You get a lot of the others in that one, too. And that's mm-hmm. real good. Uh, what about you, Patrick? Favorite season of Lost? I didn't watch that show. All right, so your favorite season of Lost is Fringe. (laughs) Uh, This week, on this week's mini-sode, we're discussing our favorite giant robots. That's right, we've done regular-sized robots, even though I'm pretty sure in that episode I did pick Mega Godzilla (laughs) as my favorite robot. This week we're talking favorite giant robots, because fuck it, who cares? So let's go around the horn and find out everyone's favorite giant robot. We will start with you, Patrick. Who's your favorite giant robot? That's right. He faked. He looked at John, and I I went for beer, and all of a sudden I have to talk. I'm going to go with the Iron Giant, because he's so friendly. Oh, and voiced by Vin Diesel. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And he's a robot, and he's big, and he does stuff, and he reminds me of a sentinel, except he doesn't kill mutants. We That's don't true. know that. There's no mutants in that movie. I guess it's And fair. we know why now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I've never seen The Iron Giant. At this point... It's been a long time, actually, for me. I would say I recommend it, but at this point, it has definitely been hyped up to only disappoint. Oh, yeah. yeah like, there's yeah. no way you can see the movie now with any kind of reasonable level of expectation. Sure. It did get weirdly fetishized. Yeah, because well, it was like, it was Brad Bird, and we all pooped our pampers over how great Brad Bird was because he got to do one movie, and it didn't do very well, so he never got to do a movie for a while, and it's like, bah, so unfair! And then he did The Incredibles, which is, I'm gonna say it, a bad movie. Oof. Ooh, I, 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 I disagree. I like The Incredibles. I, I thought Incredibles it, 2 was really good. I find Incredibles very boring. Oh, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I also was like, meh, alright, whatever. It's fine. I enjoy it. Anyway. It's one of the few Pixar movies with a fucking body count. That is now, true. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Iron Giant is a, that's a good call. He's a weapon, but he learns how to love. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen Iron Giant, but I have listened to Pete Townsend's record adaptation of <laughs> the book called The Iron Man. <laughs> he sure. desperately wanted to turn it into a stage musical or a movie musical. And instead, they made Iron Giant. <laughs> It's Tough a bad breaks. album, too. Tough break down. It's very bad. Yeah. It's not psychoderelict bad, but it's <laughs> real bad. Ooh, it's not uh, Billy Idol cyberpunk bad. What is 
John, what is <laughs> only only Billy Idol cyberpunk bad? It uh, exists in its own island of badness. Boy, howdy! Just look up what Billy Idol looked like when he made cyberpunk, and don't, you'll get it. Don't do that. He has spikes, but they're like braided cornrow spikes. I can't even explain it. It's very bad. My advice, listeners, is never look up what Billy Idol looks like. True. Ever. I know that you all really think he was very funny in The Wedding Singer, and yeah, I agree, but that doesn't retroactively make him a good or interesting musician. Ew. Dancing With Myself's a good song. It's a good song, it's sure. just not punk. I, nah, I wouldn't call it punk, I would no. say it's more of a pop song. But he always like positioned himself as like, yeah, I'm a punk, I'm a new 80s punk, Ugh. And it's like, no, you do like... You just do pop, dude. Yeah, you it's do fine. pop rock. Yeah. White Wedding is not a punk song. No. Rebel Yell is not a punk song. Nope. None of his songs are punk songs, except, weirdly enough, cyberpunk. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> totally punk. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? It's I've... totally punk in the in the realm of like, I don't give a fuck if you think it's good or not. I'm going to make a whole album of it. <laughs> I was going to say, that's why Eyes Without a Face is a punk song, because Billy Idol was like, wait a minute. What if I did a ballad? <laughs> that's what people want to see from me. Billy Idol is what I sound like. <laughs> I always sound like this. I'm Billy Idol. Eyes without a face. <laughs> Just a slow, ponderous Berlin style fucking ballad. Yeah. Wet fart sound. Iron Giant. Good call, John. <laughs> uh, so Favorite I was, giant robot. I was actually thinking about doing Iron Giant, but I'm going to take a weird swerve, very dark horse choice. The 1990s Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd movie okay. is not very good, but the ABC Kill Robots are fucking rad. Mm, wow, okay. I have not seen that movie wow. in a long time. That's, I, Mark, because it's garbage. It's, so it's, when you watched it the first time, you were like, never again. Yeah, as a child, I watched it and I'm like, oh, I, I don't think I like this movie? Yeah, can, right? Can such a feeling exist? I don't understand. I Maybe maybe it's for older kids, and like I just don't get it. But like, I don't like this movie. But yeah, the ABC Kill Droid Robot is yeah. just fucking good design. I, I, it's like, it's kind of like the skeletons from Jason and the Argonauts, but on like fucking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. level of steroids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely go Google it. It's a very good design. It's all practical. It's all like costume pieces and like animatronic parts. And it just works really fucking well. And it's just very cool. Otherwise garbage movie though. Hot garbage movie. Yeah. Rob Schneider has cool. more speaking lines than any other actor in that movie. And it is bad. I mean, most movies where that's the case with Rob Schneider, they're bad. Yeah. It's like, I can't, I, it, yeah, it was post-Demolition Man, so my only guess is that he got real chummy with Sylvester Stallone on that set. He's like, hey, we should do a movie together. I don't know, I heard about this British comic, V for Vendetta, I'm gonna do that. I can't get the rights to it. What's another British comic? Ah, New Mutants. That kind of counts, because, you know, Peter David, he's part of the British invasion of 90s comics. Maybe I'll do me a New Mutants. That's got to be real easy to get the rights to. Oh, Fox owns the rights to all of X-Men right now? Yeah, I guess Marvel is going through some hard economic times, so maybe now's not the time for me. 
uh, Sylvester Stallone to go in and pitch my own new mutants movie. I'd want to play Nightcrawler. They'd want to go younger. I get it. <laughs> let's, let's just not get into those creative differences on the set. Oh, I know. I could probably do Miracle Man. Is any oh, like five people own the rights to Miracle Man. I could just do my own version. Oh, Todd McFarlane owns Miracle Man. That's weird. Oh, it turns out he doesn't own Miracle Man. It turns out he never owned Miracle Man. Oh, Neil Gaiman's gonna be real pissed about that. Ho oh, ho. Anyway, oh, what's another British comic? What? Let, let me get a copy of the new War Year UK. Because I get it delivered straight to my local comic book shop. I pay the extra duty fees. I'm not gonna put that on my, you know, my good comics buddies to have to pay that kind of money. I could afford it. So I like to stay abreast of any, like, black and white underground comic stuff. That's really my jam. You know what? I really like Cerebus until I found out what Dave Sim is like in person. Oh, no thank you, sir. That's a little too much for me. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> anyway, uh, how about Judge Death? Anyone do a Judge Death movie? I could play Judge Death. Uh, Sylvie, buddy, don't you want to do, you know, Dread and then work up to death? Ah, that's a good point, that's a good point. I gotta lay the groundwork for Judge Death and no one's gonna get it. I'm doing Judge Dread. That's real good. That's a real good idea. Thanks, Rob Schneider. Hey, no problem, Sly. <laughs> the Sly Man. Slyster. Slimer-rimer-ding-dong. Let's go make a real bad movie, though, okay? I'm not, I'm not into making good movies. Oh, no, we're only making bad movies. Yeah, bad movie Eister. It's the, the bad movie It's the 90s. No one's making good movies. We're only making bad movies. Let's do this. Yeah, when I'm done with this, I'm going to go make one with Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the ABC Killbots. That'll do it. It's the big, the terrible. It's real good. Uh, Mark, favorite giant movie robot. Uh, I'm gonna cheat a little bit, cause it's actually five giant move giant robots. God damn you, Power Rangers, son of a bitch. No, Voltron. That's right, Voltron. Power Rangers, you get the hell out of this apartment. <laughs> yeah, what are you like? Only thirty. Piss off. <laughs> I'm 35. <laughs> All right, well, the people of two years later over here were into the Voltron, baby. Ah. So I am taking, yes, the uh, uh, Lion-era Voltron. Ooh, Voltron, yeah. Defender of the Universe. Five different colored lions combined to make Voltron. One of the pilots was fat. He was my hero. <laughs> if you did not get all five lion robots to make giant Voltron. It was it was so hard to explain to your parents why you were crying on Christmas. Oh man, two, no kidding. You can't get me two robots. No. One is an arm and one is a leg. This is not going to work. To this day, I only ever owned the two leg robots. Oh no. That's it. Wow. You could have come over to my house and we could have thrown away the duplicate leg and had two legs and one arm. <laughs> And, and, like, I'm an adult now. If I wanted to, I could buy a Voltron and probably a better Voltron than any oh, yeah. that existed. I bet you back could then. go to fucking Sideshow Collectibles. I bet they have, like, a fucking $800 Voltron. I know, but it just doesn't matter now. No. It no. only mattered then. No, yeah. And I want to make it very clear that I love the Lion Voltron because that was the Voltron that, when he fought aliens, would cut them in half and then the top of their bodies would slide off the bottom Hell of their yeah. bodies. Not bullshit car Voltron, which is not technically Voltron. It was another show in Japan that we brought over here and just decided to call it Voltron. Yeah. Fuck car Voltron. 
Also, yeah. fuck GoBots. Yeah. yeah. But that's only because even GoBots came before Transformers, and Transformers totally ripped off GoBots. Transformers were bigger and cooler. It yeah. had yeah. colors. All well, the GoBots were, like, gray. Transformers yeah. was also, like, eight different toy lines that they just threw together in a cartoon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which is why fucking, uh, what's-his-name just turned into a gun. Fucking Megatron, yeah. who is my... Honorable mention Whoa, for Giant yeah. Robot. <laughs> Specifically because I had a Megatron when I was a kid and it was the coolest thing because you had Megatron who could turn into a giant robot man, a giant robot plane, or a fucking pistol. Yeah. And it was that like cool 70s, like slick looking. It was like a laser yeah. it was like a laser tag like laser pistol. It yeah. was super awesome. Starscream is also pretty cool, but mostly yeah. just because Starscream talked like this. Yeah. He's basically Cobra Commander. So every time he would show up, like Megatron would be like, Starscream, where's Optimus Prime? And he'd be like, I killed him. <laughs> but then like he didn't. It's like Optimus Prime would like roll up as a big fucking truck, and then he'd shoot the fucking trailer off of his asshole and turn into like a man and pull out a sword out of his hand and just start fucking shit up. Yeah. What's wild is like the people that wrote for Transformers, like I think J. Michael Straczynski did some Transformers scripts. I think Paul Dini did some oh, Transformers. Oh yeah, like yeah. It, like, was, it was wild. Oh, for sure. Grimlock, the T-Rex Transformer. Oh, hell yeah. That's fucking rad. Any honorable mentions from you fellas for oh. giant robots? Oh, so many. Uh, <laughs> what my first honorable mention is just the the elegance and simplicity of a Macross, which is a Japanese anime where basically it was a jet that would turn into a robot. That's it. Cool. Yeah. That's it. It was just a bunch of jets that turned into robots that turned back into jets, and they would have big space battles. All right. I'm down with that. Yeah. And at one point, a like pop idol had to like sing to encourage the troops, and it made just this bit, like big fucking anime music video. I'm down. Nice. It was weird and great. All right. All right. Any others? So many, but let's check no, in no, with Patrick. Patrick. No, no, I got nothing at the moment. I'm okay, still, back still to John. Right. Uh, we already kind of mentioned it in the Godzilla movie, but uh, the Neon Genesis Evangelion mechs, because they are basically angels which have fallen to Earth, which are of relatively unknown origin. They're like a split in the evolutionary tract from humans, and we basically, you find out that the, the Evangelions fight the angels, but the Evangelions actually are angels, that have had armor plated on them to restrict their movements. And then only teenagers who have lost a parent, specifically a mother, can pilot the mechs because the souls of their mothers are what go inside the mechs to make them actually listen to them during battle. What the fuck are you talking what? about? What? Are you serious? Yes. Now, so there's 25 episodes of this anime... <laughs> It ran out of budget at around episode 20-ish because Shinji, the main character, has a really bad relationship with his father who is, like, the head of the Evangelion project. Uh, and basically, like, their school friend also turned out to be an Ava pilot and gets into his Ava and he's like, Ah, oh, this is great. I'm gonna be a superhero. His Ava goes batshit crazy and starts tearing apart a city. So Shinji gets sent in and he's like, I don't want to fight my best friend. Too bad, you gotta save this planet. He's like, alright, fine, I'll fight my best friend. And he rips his friend out of the cockpit, and he's like, okay, I subdued him, this is fine. And he's like, no, Shinji, you need to crush this other teenager to death. 
the fuck? And he does, and he's real sad about it. Uh, but think. the censors were like, this episode's a little too intense. You go on at 9 o'clock now, and also you get no more budget. <laughs> so he ran out of money to like finish his ending, and he did an ending where basically the world explodes into goo. Uh, and then everyone was like, that's a stupid bullshit ending. So he's like, all right, fine. I'll do a movie that's even less comprehensible, even more inscrutable. <laughs> and you know what the ending is? The world still turns into fucking goo, you nerds. <laughs> Eat all the shit. <laughs> and then in like the early 2000s, this was all like a, nan a 90s anime. And in the early, like mid early 2000s, uh, Hideki Anno was like, you know what? I want to do movies. I want to do feature-length anime. I know. I'll do, like, a cinematic retelling of Evangelion. I'll do it in four parts. Part one, which is called 1.11, you can, parentheses, not, end parentheses, advance. Fuck you! Evangelion 2.22, another thing with, like, a parentheses word in it, 3.33. Then he did no work. On any of these movies, until just last year, they announced a release date for, not 4.44, you fools, you ignorant idiots, Evangelion 3.1 plus 1.1. <laughs> what? And it still isn't done yet. <laughs> so, so why do people love this so much? Because it's so batshit crazy? It's... Very good. <laughs> Fair enough. Patrick, any honorable mentions over here? I got nothing. He's got nothing? Got okay. nothing. Battleship Yamato! Oh my goodness. A giant World War II era Japanese battle cruiser, but in space! Fuck yeah. Oh, uh, I have another one. It's not technically a robot, it's more of a robot augmentations. But I'm going to go with the T-Rex from Dino Riders. Ooh, yeah. Because oh. they had, like, robot and weapons, like, grafted into it to turn it into a kind of robot. Yeah, Hell Dino yeah. Riders was the fucking best. Dude, for a show that literally only lasted one season and was quickly forgotten, it was the coolest action figure Coolest, oh, fuck yeah. And the coolest idea for a show that I can't believe that nobody has ever decided to reboot it. It's ridiculous. Every time I mention Dino Riders, nobody knows what I'm talking about. And how could you not? It's right there in the title. Right. They Dino ride Riders. dinos. It's not hard. It's not yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. The bad guys enslave the evil dinosaurs by punching them and making them sad. They browbeat T-Rex into being their servant. The good guys feed them plants and become friends with the dinosaurs, so the dinosaurs let them ride them into battle. Right. It's not hard. The good guys' base was on a Brachiosaurus. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And they mounted up the dinosaurs with a bunch of guns that shot G.I. Joe lasers. Hell yeah, they did. I was just going to say, did G.I. Joe ever have, like, mech suits? I don't think so. Like, you think that they would, yeah. right? Like, it's right there. I mean, they had more, like, closer to, like, armor suits, if anything, but not, yeah. like, full-size mech, mech suits. suits. You had yeah. to understand that, like... Everybody on the G.I. Joe squad, no one's replaceable because everybody only has one specialty. That's true. And if you lose, like, one guy, you don't get to fly helicopters anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's a good thing every G.I. Joe comes equipped with, like, eight parachutes. Right. <laughs> so that's gonna That is do probably it. one of my favorite episodes of Community, where they have a G.I. Joe episode where Joel McHale introduces death to the world of G.I. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, so that's going to do it for this mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosendahl. I am Patrick Bromley. I am Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And we'll see you next time. Bye, idiots. Whoa. Sorry, guys. I'm just, like, the state of the world right now makes me so sad that it turns into goo. Yeah, but, John, you don't have to treat every other human being like they're from Quebec. Oh, goddammit. dirty-ass Quebec. You know what you did. You know what, Canada? Keep the fucking border closed. Yeah, we don't even want your Timbits. Yes, we do. Timbits are delicious. Yeah, double-double. That's just milk and cream, you idiots. Yeah, yeah. just an easy way to ask for how much milk and cream you want. Also, your donuts are dry. Yeah. The, you're probably just getting old donuts, Patrick. Dunkin' Donuts has dried donuts as well. Nah, Dunkin' Donuts throws out their dried donuts so that I never have to taste them. Yeah. That's not true. I've had nothing but dried donuts <laughs> from, Dunkin from Dunkin' Donuts. The key is to go after... 12 p.m. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything after noon is rock hard. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though. The Krispy Kreme has a sign to tell Ooh. you when the donuts don't suck. Yeah. Oh, well, see, that's the thing with Dunkin' Donuts. They don't make the donuts there. Yeah, jerks. True. Man, did you guys see the new Krispy Kremes? No. no. Ooh, one of them is just like a big fucking tub of cream with Nello wafers in it. <laughs> I'm all right with that. Yeah, it looks real good. It's just too bad that... Krispy Kreme overexpanded into the Chicago market so quickly. Literally overnight, there was like 300 Krispy Kremes in Chicagoland and the suburbs. Yeah. And then a year later, they were almost all gone. Yeah. That's so yeah. sad. Because you drive, you drive down the highway and every like three miles, there was that rigged fucking light. Be like, fresh hot donuts. Fresh hot yeah. You can only stop three or four times before you get sick of donuts. What are you going to do with the other 18 <laughs> different Krispy Kremes? Yeah. Those other 18 stores <laughs> suffered because I stopped at the first four. God, warm donut, though. Nothing like it. You God can't damn. beat a warm donut. Oh, man. So I love that even when you get the prepackaged Krispy Kreme donuts in a grocery store, it's like, yo, idiot, throw this in the microwave for 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Right? What are you doing? Hey, favorite donut, Patrick. Oh, Krispy Kreme. No, oh, you oh, mean the flavor. style of donut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Boston Cream. Ooh. Boston Cream is solid. It 100% depends on where I'm going for the donut. Because if I'm getting like a Stan's donut... Yeah, get me, like, a fucking red velvet. Get me your fanciest fucking, like, donut inside a donut you can give me. But if I'm going Dunkin', I'm getting just the, the cake donut so I can dip it into some coffee. If I'm going Krispy Kremes, classic glaze. Wow. Yeah. Patrick, I'm with you. Boston cream all the way, Ooh, baby. It's chocolate on top and it's full of cream. Yeah, and the cream is, like, custardy, vanilla-y. Mm. Ideally, but, like, a bad Boston cream is inedible. That's true. There are some places that make Boston creams where they just stuff it with whipped cream, and it's yeah. like, why do you hate life? Yeah. yeah, that's not even a Boston cream. There's like that's a whole different so word for that. I think that's, that's called like a sickly. Berliner or, or something. Berliner or yeah. Bismarck or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah, yeah. like Bismarck, that. so yeah. sickly sweet at that It's point. too much. Yeah, yeah, the custard is better. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm going to a donut shop I know and trust, hell yeah, I'm going to get some kind of cream-filled bullshit. Oh, but yeah. like, if I'm taking my chances, I'm going classic. Oh, I've had safe. countless Boston creams from the 7-Eleven. 
Yeah, the 7-Eleven Boston Creams, not bad. They're pretty good. It's a pretty good donut. Where do you rank your Boston Creams versus your Eclairs? Oh, Boston Cream all the way. Yeah, I take a Boston Cream. I think an Eclair, it's the... There's too much to an Eclair. Yeah, and the thing with an Eclair is you have to get it, like, fresh before the chocolate frosting and the custard inside turns the shoe pastry into melty... Like yeah. wet pastry, because once it goes wet, you're it's no good. You need to have that crispy exterior with a nice creamy inside and that thick chocolate ganache on top. That's I'm all for that, but it always gets wet too easily. Well, here's the thing, honestly, if I'm going for some kind of a cream filled pastry, I'm getting a bucket of uh, Neapolitan cream puffs. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm down yeah. for that. All right, all right. Frozen and they thaw out as you're eating the bucket. Yeah, oh, yeah. baby. I'm yeah. Like so that. they go from rock hard to perfect. Yep. Uh, I will also uh, go to bat for uh, years ago. This I think it was from Stan's Donuts. Uh, it was a maple glazed donut with a slice of bacon on it. Yeah, I think that was Stan's. Yeah, that was fun. That was a That's good donut. Good. I like it a little sweet and savory on there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, once again, about accounts of beer. <laughs> once again, we've burned up two ideas in Whoa, one oh, no. oh. What's your same favorite donut and for next time? We are already screaming uh, for All ideas. right. Favorite bag of chips. See you guys in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, wherever you get your podcasts from. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Body Count Cast or email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.